Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. Welcome to 15 Minutes with Jesus. Now we're going to bring you the second part of the message I've been speaking, Whosoever I Send. So, getting back to what we were talking about, the question, the, the important question for each one of us is, what is Jesus leading us to do? Did he send us? What has he initiated in our lives? What does he want us doing? And if you're a minister, if you believe God has called you, did he send you? Did he lead you to do what you're doing right now? And the key, the thing about this is, when he sends you, he is with you. His authority is with you. And you have authority to do what he sends you to do. And as you continue faithfully obeying him, it will come to pass. He will be working in you and through you. Let's turn to Matthew 8, verse 5. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers unto me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you, that many shall come from the east and the west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, as thou hast believed, so be it unto you. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. The centurion was sent by the Roman government, and that authority worked through him in the lives of those he was sent to accomplish the purpose for which he was sent. He knew that it was the same for Jesus, that he too was a man under authority of the God of all flesh, and he believed that if he spoke the word, his servant would be healed. It is so important that we as believers in Jesus understand this principle of the kingdom of God. He is our king. He leads us. We follow him. He tells us what to do and where to go. And as he leads us by his Holy Spirit, we simply need to abide faithfully in what he has us doing. Faithful in little, faithful in much. And when he wants us to do something new, he will tell us. He will send us, and as we obey him, he will be with us, and his will will be accomplished by his authority and power, and we will glorify him. Let's turn to Acts 13. Verse 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manaen, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia, 
and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. And when they were at Salamis, they preached the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had also John to their minister. We see here that Paul and Barnabas were sent out by the Holy Spirit. And as we read, as we read on, pardon me, in Acts, let's go to Acts uh, 16, 6 through 9. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia, after they were come to Mysia, they essayed to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. And they, passing by Mysia, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. So we see here that not only did the Holy Spirit send forth Paul and Barnabas, but he also directed their journey. They only went where the Holy Spirit was leading them. and But they tried, you know, they tried, let's go here and preach the gospel. They were praying, they were seeking the Lord, and the Lord said, no, don't go there. Go this way. So they were led by the Holy Spirit. They prayed, they fasted, they sought the Lord to do his will, and he responded. This is not a matter of comparing ourselves to the Apostle Paul, or brother so-and-so, or sister so-and-so. It is a matter of whatever job the Lord gives you to do, if you will be faithful in that work, he will be with you, and he will prove you in it to see if you will be faithful in what he has given you before he has you do something more. It says in the scriptures that there were several women who ministered to the Lord Jesus of their substance as he was ministering. They faithfully supported him in his work that the Father gave him to do, and they were blessed greatly to have that responsibility from God. That was not a small thing. That is not a small thing. That was a major thing. It's not written about very much in the scriptures, but just think of the honor that was on those women, that they were with Jesus and they were able to give to his ministry. And also there's a man named Gaius who's mentioned in the epistles. Paul called him the host of the whole church. He was greatly involved in the ministry of hospitality and giving, and his love was spoken of. And, of course, many others. Paul spoke of many others. One of my favorite chapters in Romans is the last chapter where he talks about different brothers and sisters with so much love. And so it's not a matter of we should never compare ourselves to another brother or sister. What we need to do is go before the Lord, look unto Jesus, especially in this time where we are with this world pandemic and make no mistake, God sent this plague. This is a plague. It's on the earth for a reason. And what we need to be doing is humbling ourselves and asking God for understanding. Lord, why is this plague on the earth? And if you are humble, God will show you. I've said this before, but I'll say it again in Second uh, Chronicles 7.13. Let's go there right now. Second Chronicles 7.13. I wasn't expecting to talk about this, but it's coming up, so let's let's go there. The Lord said, If I shut up heaven, and there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence, that's a plague, among my people, if my people, 
which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. So that's what we need to do as Christians. We need to go before the Lord. As I said earlier, humble ourselves before him, and look unto Jesus, and let his light shine on us and in us, and expose whatever darkness is in us. If we have a sin that we have trouble overcoming, the Lord will help us if you just pour out your heart to him. Say, Lord, I keep doing this thing. I hate this thing. I don't want to keep doing this. If you will keep reading his word, remember what I said earlier, if you'll keep reading his word and keep seeking him, he will wash you in his word. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you can ask the Father and he will give you the Holy Spirit. He said, if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So let us humble ourselves before God in this hour. Great darkness is upon the world. This thing is going to end, but it's only going to end when the Father lifts his hand. That's what he told me. That's when this will be over. And meanwhile, he is watching us, those that call upon the name of Jesus, to see if we will do what I just read. Let's read it again. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. This is a very crucial time for the whole world, but also for the church of Jesus Christ. It's on us. We must humble ourselves in this hour and cry out to God. There's no condemnation. He loves us so much that he gave Jesus to die for our sins. We condemn ourselves when we reject the word of God, when we reject his ways, and we stubbornly, stiff-necked, won't do his will. That's when we bring judgment on ourselves. We condemn ourselves. God is not condemning us. The Bible says he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. On the other side of this, I have heard and seen stories, videos, articles, where people are crying out to God. There's people crying out to God on their faces in the street crying out to God for mercy. So that's the good side of this. There are people that are turning to God in this time of trouble. There are people that are calling upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says he is a very present help in time of trouble. Call upon him while he may be found. Paul said that God is not far from any one of us. And you know, as I said earlier, just be honest with God. Don't try to be pious or self-righteous. He knows you. He knows your heart. He knows your whole life. But he loves you. Just come to him. Be honest with him. And, and pour out your heart to him. He will respond. He loves you. It's so hard for us to believe that. You know, the Bible actually says that the Father loves us as much as he loves Jesus. Can you imagine that? But that's what it says. Jesus said that. He said that the love wherewith 
You love me, Father, may be in them and I in them. The Father loves us, no question about it. But if we will not do this, if we will not humble ourselves, if we will not turn from our wicked ways, then we condemn ourselves and and judgment will follow. So please hear this today. You that are followers of Jesus, humble yourself in this hour. Turn to the Lord. I will call upon the Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. I will call upon the Lord. You are worthy. This cup have I received from my Father, and I drink it at His command, to lay down my body, that I may take it up again. For the Son of Man was sent to minister And not to be ministered to But to do the works of my Father Give my life a ransom for you So I will Glorify his name. He is worthy. He is worthy. I will glorify his name. He is worthy to be praised. Many will come from the and the west and sit at my table with me in the kingdom of my father there will my righteous servant be so I will call upon the Lord 